0: Hello, I'm Paddy and welcome to Thoughts Not Spoken. Today's episode is going to be slightly different. We're going to be looking at work versus life, the balance of work and life. We have a special guest on today, as I said in the first episode. This man, rumour has it, he has never had a frown on his face. And rumour has it, he has only ever scored a goal on his reverse in hockey. Of course, it's our very own Dr. Daniel Nelson. Hello Daniel, how are you today?
1: I'm doing very well, thanks Paddy, how are you?
0: Very well, very well. So Daniel's joining us today from um, FaceTime and I hope the audio is okay for everyone. So we'll just start straight into work-life balance. And Daniel, tell us a wee bit about your occupation and what you're going towards in the future and then how many hours you're working per week roughly okay um hello patty how are you
1: um i my name is daniel nelson um i am a doctor uh an f1 doctor which uh, stands for foundation year one so i completed uh, five years of medicine and now i've started into my first year as a junior doctor Um. i'm currently working in the ulster hospital and um, doing general surgery Um. i was meant to be currently moving to Lagan valley to do just general medicine there but because of everything that's going on at the minute i am in the Ulster um, doing general surgery um, as part of that I also with everything that's going on we rotate um, into the coronavirus wards so one in every three weeks or so um, I am, am on coronavirus wards instead of um, in surgeries but they sort of rotate us around to try to minimize um, the exposure to the virus um, I will then complete my second year foundation doctor in the Belfast Trust in the Royal um, and I hope in the future, um, to become a GP, general practitioner. That's the that's the long term aim. Um, but at the minute, I'm just doing foundation year one.
0: Amazing. And so, roughly how many hours are you working per per week or per shift?
1: Um. So our shifts are either eight-hour shifts, so they're nine to five or eight-hour four, and then roughly about twice a week. Um. You'll do a. Uh, and 8 in the morning to 9 at night or a 9 in the morning to 9 at night so a 12 hour shift um, then you also do weekends which are Friday Saturday Sunday 12 hour 13 hour shifts um, or night shifts which are either four, 3 or 4 nights um, all 12 or 13 hours um, so you work out it works out an average um, of about 48 47 and a half hours a week um, but that sort of that sort of varies you can work anything up to I think the longest that works maybe 80 something hours in one wow. week um, and then sort of the next week you do you do a bit fewer so it averages out uh, at about 47 half 48 but it can be up to 80 hours in a week
0: wow up to up to 80 hours like that's 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 a lot and um, yeah so, bit grim. <laughs> yeah, so do you do you have any time to do anything outside of that like what's your what are your hobbies what do you get up to outside of being a doctor
1: yeah, so I'm still actually able to do um, quite a few things um, outside um, of hockey, outside of um, medicine. The um, main thing is hockey, you know, so I play for Listening and um, so that would involve training on a Tuesday and a Thursday night um, and then playing a match um, on Saturdays. Um, With work this year, I've, I've Mostly only been able to train once a week um, and play the match on the Saturdays, but I've been able to play um, every match on Saturdays. I'm also heavily involved in Railway Street Church, um, so help out with the BB there, help out with the Junior Youth Club, um, help out with um, Sunday night young adults, and then just attend um, on Sundays. And then uh, we were meant to be going to Romania this year. Me, you, Jess, Katie, and Ben were the leading group of young people to Romania, but obviously with. Everything that's going on, that's mm. going to have to look something different. So even despite um, all those hours, you do you do have time to to do other things. You do have time um, to live <laughs> outside of work on the on the weeks <laughs> where you're working eighty hours. It's obviously a lot harder. Than whenever you're working less, but yeah, so yeah, you, do, you, do, you do. I mean, I am still able to do other things apart from that.
0: So yeah, well, it sounds it sounds like you cram a lot in and. Those those that know you, you know it's it's hard to um, it's hard to get a hold of you sometimes because you're doing yeah. so many different things. Do you have any techniques for keeping on top of things? Do you keep a diary, or do you have anything like extra just to to share with people at home?
1: Mm. Yeah, I think well I do have a myself and my wife Jessica have a Google Calendar, and um, which we use, which we put our events in. So we're trying not to double book with people. But I think sort of the main thing that I would do is prioritization, I would say, is, is the number one thing. So if I come home from a shift and you know, I've worked nine to nine, I maybe have two hours in the evening, um, I can sit and watch Netflix or watch a movie or set about, um, and then I'd spend a whole two hours doing that and then go back into work the next day. Um, but you just sort of have to prioritize whenever you've only got, when you've got less time, you have to choose what's most important to you. So are you gonna spend time going out for a walk and out in nature or are you going to spend time sitting in and watching tv so I'm a bit boring I don't watch any box sets or anything I got there and I just use that time um, to to meet my family or friends or play hockey obviously with everything that's going on with coronavirus that has has massively changed and you're not able to go out and about and you know a lot of people these days have a lot of free time which I think actually is probably um, one of the the good things that has come out Mm -hmm. um of this whole thing you know we live in such busy times where you're literally running from one thing to the next and it's easy to get burnt out Um, and this time we can take as a time of rest uh, and relaxation and which i think is a massive benefit for a society today that's constantly running so say number one thing a hundred percent is prioritization you've only got a certain number of hours in the day you can't mm. make the day longer and um, so you have to choose what you want to do you have to choose how you spend your time um, and you want to spend it um, as wisely as possible and um, so i sort of have a, a priority thing so number one is god number two is jessica but she often says number two is hockey <laughs> um, but I, t- I try to say god jessica family hockey and then other activities and um, so prioritization is, is definitely one and, and time management then and um, comes in with that you know you can't sort of um, spend all your time doing one thing you have to um sort of do enough of one thing um, and then move on to the next
0: yeah completely and um, just two questions just to finish on um mm-hmm. COVID-19 everything's going on at the moment so yep. Like, how has life changed in the hospital? Is it stressful? Is it is there more work to be done at the minute? Um how how has life changed since since before?
1: Um, it, it is different, I would say that so basically as I was saying before, you know, you're on the coronavirus wards for maybe one week um, and then to minimise your exposure, you're then moved to a surgical or a medicine ward and um, for a week or two after that. And um, whenever you're on the, the coronavirus wards, the At the minute I would say that in the Ulster Hospital we are very well staffed, Uh, not many people are off sick yet, Um, and we are sort of at that um, calm period, we haven't had the Mm. the massive exponential rise um, in numbers yet, so at the minute we are well prepared, we have lots of beds, we have lots of equipment, we have lots of doctors and nurses um, who aren't often sick, Um, so at the minute work is actually quite manageable, we have um, everything in place and at the minute, we are, are are well staffed, as I was saying. And um, whenever you're, whenever I've been in surgery, you know a lot of the elective surgeries—that's so people who are booked in um, to get surgeries have been cancelled, um, and a lot less people are coming in in the hospital. So there, it's actually almost quieter um, in mm. those areas than it would have been before, which is a bit of a surprise because you know you sort of think you're going to be up to your neck the whole time. But we are starting to see more and more people who have sat at home for. A week or two with um, illnesses that they would have maybe came to hospital with before yeah. and so people are coming to the hospital a lot sicker and um, so although we have maybe had less people um, in at the minute then we still have a lot of sick people and um, so I think that a lot of the there's been a lot of sort of attempts um, in the last few days to tell people you know if you're if you're properly sick you need to come to hospital yeah. um, and you know there's still heart attacks happening there's still strokes happening there's still all those things that aren't Coronavirus is easy to get caught up in, in everything being coronavirus, but there are lots of other medical things that are still happening. And it's sort of trying to encourage people that you know there's a time you need to come to hospital. And um, with the whole coronavirus thing, I suppose it's you have to put on all your equipment before you even go in and see someone. And um, so it's just a lot more time consuming. The uh, we've had a lot of good teaching sessions and a lot of good um, training. Um, which is, has greatly helped us and a lot of good um, resources that we can read up about and sort of become better informed. Uh, but at, as as a junior member of staff, we are just there to support yeah. the senior de- decision makers. So our, our job is is roughly the same. It's probably um, the people who are consultants and, and higher up who are having to make the, the harder decisions, but we haven't seen the sort of level that it's been at in italy which is fantastic and we hope it continues the same way and you know the sort of the cliche stay home save lives um seems to be paying off at the minute and sort of not getting complacent in that and continuing that um is massively important over the next few weeks Um, and hopefully that will then lead to the less overall deaths and an opportunity to relax these restrictions as we as we go on yeah
0: yeah very good and so for those who who are sitting at home right now listen to this Mm -hmm. Who who want to help people on the front line, whether that be NHS or shop workers or anything else? And what's the best thing they can do if they, if they want to help? What's the best thing they can do?
1: I'd say that if if they if they're Christians, prayer is massively massively important. Yeah. Um, you know we're in northern ireland we still have quite a lot of strong christian community and um and, and prayer for our healthcare workers is absolutely vital and prayer for people who have the illness and, and prayer for our brothers and sisters in in england and in italy and spain and america and it's an incredibly tough time and i'd say even just you know send them send if you know someone who's working on the front line send them a message and just say keep up the good work you know it's it can be. I know we haven't maybe got to the level yet, but, yeah, you know, from speaking to friends of friends who are working in England, or further afield, it it can be incredibly grim coming into work every day and facing death and horrendous decisions. So, um, any encouragement that you can give, um, the other people, or or send a, a message, or or prayer, or even just say you're, I'm thinking about you, um, yeah. is a massive encouragement these times.
0: Yeah. So. The clear message from this is priority is a massive part of the pandemic and priority is a massive part of the work-life balance. Would would yeah. that would that uh, conclude all your thoughts?
1: Yep, that that's a great summary, Philippe.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much for coming on today, Daniel. Absolute
1: pleasure. And Thanks I hope me. I hope
0: everyone enjoyed it as much as I did. So yeah. Another Thanks. another thought has now been spoken. Thank you very much. If you need to get in touch anyway, uh the email address is thoughts not spoken at yahoo.com, thank you.